0: Hello and welcome to LifeSpring number 193. I'm Steve Webb, I'm your host, and we're going to get right to it today. No long preamble. I'll give you my contact information at the end of the show, and there will be a short message at the end that I'd like you to listen to as well. Also, there's a short interview I did with Brian Duncan about his new book, and a commercial I did for his Christmas album. He didn't pay me to run the spot, but it's a really fun listen, and I just want to share it with you. I promise (laughs) you'll enjoy it. So, let's get to it, shall we? Bring this music down here. So, I'm using my brand new equipment, by the way. I mentioned it last, uh, last show, number 192, but I uh, was uh, so, I think, tired and <laughs> not yet used to the software, not, just, not yet used to the hardware yet. And I forgot to tell you what it was, but it's uh, DigiDesign. The software is Pro Tools 8, and uh, the hardware is an MBox 2, so uh, it's all pro level stuff, and I'm really excited about it. So anyway, I said we're going to have uh, not a lot of preamble, and so we're going to get to it right now. I know that I spoke of the five-year anniversary of the Lifespring podcast on show number 92, 192, last show, but. I couldn't let today pass without bringing you a show, because as I record this, the date is November 13th, 2009. And it's so about 1037, which is almost exactly five years ago at this very hour that I spoke (laughs) very nervously into a microphone at the back of the sanctuary of what was then known as Calvary Temple. Today it's called Life Spring, Assembly of God in Riverside. Um, but it was then that I recorded the very first Christian podcast, not based on repurposed church sermons. I'm not going to go into the the whole, you know, history as I said before. I, I, I intend not to do that. Uh, but um, at that time, I I felt as if the Lord had called me to proclaim His name through this new technology, this new medium, and that's what I did, uh, with a tremendous amount of trepidation. Uh, in a barely-lit sanctuary, because as I said, it was uh, about 10, 11 o'clock when I first recorded it. But I sat there in the sound booth of that church and told whomever might be listening why I am a believer in and a follower of Jesus Christ. I spoke of his love, and I spoke of his mercy. I talked about the problem of sin and the wonderful solution that God came up with at his own expense— to bring reconciliation between himself and me and you. I think I played music from Ann Davis on that first show. Um, If it wasn't that first show, it was probably the second. And that song was a song called The Awakening. And just for the fun of it, I think I'll play it for you now before we uh, talk any further. So here's Ann Davis with The Awakening.
1: I naively drank the poison I believed the lies I was left broken hearted I became paralyzed I could talk about all the sad things I could sit around and feel real sorry for myself I choose not to be a victim Instead, consider me a survivor. This could be my finest hour. Somebody wants to be coming out of the dark, a so bright experience. Before you know it, you're laughing more, and that makes sense. Somebody Storm, the sun will come again. I've been holding my breath, sitting on the edge of my seat Waiting on this welcome to wake in I've been afraid to feel You know it's easier to be numb God knows I've been trying to heal I believe in freedom. I've been embracing revival Cause I'm too young to feel this tired. I've been trying to reckon with my clay hands and feet. I recognize my deep need. Somebody wants told me coming out dark's a bright experience before you know it you're laughing more and life makes sense somebody once told me if you can ride out the storm the sun will come again I've been holding my breath sitting on the edge of my seat waiting on this welcomed awakening Maybe God's more concerned with growing us up that a banging of Cutting teeth And the struggles of crawling Somebody once told me coming out of the dark a so bright experience. Before you know it, you're laughing more and life makes sense. Somebody once told me if you can ride out the storm, the sun become come again. I've been holding my breath, sitting on the edge of my seat waiting on this welcome
0: awakening and davis the awakening so on that show i invited emails and comments after i spoke and i surprisingly heard from folks around the world almost immediately i was humbled that anybody would listen and thankful for the emails to me it was a confirmation that i was doing the right thing who knew what would result from that first show I must say that I had no idea how much my life would change in the next five years. At that time, my windshield repair business was doing well. The lovely lady Leanne was homeschooling our two youngest sons, and I was asking God how I might serve him more. Well, today our windshield repair business is on life support with a weak, thready pulse with blood pressure dropping, uh, all as a result of the horrible economy. We've talked about that ad infinitum. I'm not going to go any further on that. The lovely Lady Leanne has had to find employment outside of our business. Uh, Our middle son has graduated from our local public high school. Our youngest is a sophomore there at the same school. My oldest boy is now married to a beautiful young woman, and I'm wearing several hats in order to earn a living, all of them centered around my computer. Uh, I'm a voiceover artist, an audiobook editor, a video editor, a WordPress website developer, and a podcaster. Um, I've probably forgotten something in there, but the point is that five years ago, I would have never imagined that my life was going to be so completely turned upside down. Nearly everything has changed in my daily circumstances. Now I will say that um, at the time I was saying, you know, it would be so great if I could uh, make a living with my computer. So in that, uh, it's been a good thing, although the income has not been replaced yet. But there are, as I sit here and think about it, just two enormously important constants over these five years. Two things that have not changed. The first that I'll mention is the love and the support of the lovely Lady Leanne. Through everything, she's been there to love me and support me. She's my best friend, she's my sounding board, and she's my companion. The strength of our marriage has only grown, and I am so blessed, blessed beyond words, to have her t- to be my life's companion. Um, she is, um, other than the Lord, the best thing that's ever happened in my life. The second thing that has been constant has been the presence of God in my life. In Malachi 3.6, God says, I am the Lord, I change not. And that has become for me a wonderful scripture of comfort. To know that God is not changed by the circumstances and foibles of man, to know that there is a safe place, a source of strength, when everything else seems to be about as stable as jello, well, that knowledge helps me to move forward and keep fighting the good fight. A scripture that's become very popular over the past few years is Jeremiah 4.11. And uh, I know you'll recognize it if you don't already know it just from the reference. It says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. I love that scripture. It's a wonderful promise to be sure, but I've learned that putting a scripture in context is always a good thing. It brings more clarity and understanding in most cases. Now, here's the, uh, the context. Because the children of Israel had rebelled against God he after numerous warnings through his prophets he allowed them to be taken into captivity and exiled from Jerusalem into Babylon but because of his great love for them he gave them this promise listen now to this verse that i just read you jeremiah 4 chapter or uh, jeremiah chapter 4 verse 11 listen to it now in context this is going to be verses You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back from captivity. I will gather you from all the nations and places where I have banished you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back to the place from which I carried you into exile. Now when you read that, you realize what a marvelous, loving God he is even though there was a history of God providing miraculously for them, for the children of Israel, and then them abandoning him, and then this chain of events happening over and over, and him, of course, reconciling them to himself again after they turned to him and asked forgiveness, and this happening over and over again, his loving nature was to one more time, offer this promise of hope and restoration. That is a loving God. That is not the judgmental God of the Old Testament that so many people have the impression that that he is or that he was or or that you know, that that God is about you know judgment. That's not what it was about. And then of course, ultimately it became apparent that this cycle, Would never end because it is the nature of man to rebel, or to use that three letter word, to sin. God allowed the multiple cycles not because he was under under any notion that man would someday get it, but so that we might see our complete inability to maintain any kind of righteousness. We would never be able to live according to God's standard of behavior, we would never be able to be without sin. And then, according to Galatians 4.4, 4, listen to this. But when the fullness of time came, God sent forth his Son, born of a woman, born under the law, so that he might redeem those who were under the law. So, at just the right time in history, Jesus came into the world to break that cycle that we spoke about. Jesus came to make full and final payment for my sin and yours, so that we might at last have lasting peace and relationship with God. He did that by taking my sin and yours upon himself and paying for them with his own blood, his own life, and then proving his right to do so by being resurrected on the third day, by coming back to life after having given his life on the cross. If he had remained dead, then it would have all been for naught. But he showed himself to be God, to be the only one with the power to bring forgiveness to us by his resurrection. Well, now, how do we know that 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 really happened? Well, for one thing, there were many eyewitnesses. As a matter of fact, he appeared to over 500 people on one occasion. The fact that most of his disciples chose horrible deaths instead of denying Jesus' resurrection, is another fact that lends credibility. I mean, after all, why would they allow themselves to be put to death if all they had to do is say, no, 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 I was just kidding. It wasn't real. <laughs> no, they, they saw it. They knew that he had come back from the dead. And they, there was nothing that was going to make them uh, deny that. So they were martyred. There are other reasons as well, but we know that Jesus did what Uh, He said that he was going to do and that we've been uh, teaching for so long. The point of all this is that because of what Jesus did all those years ago and because of the fact that we know God doesn't change, you and I can have peace and even joy despite this changing and unsteady world in which we find ourselves. God is still God. He is still, as the Bible calls him, El Shaddai which means the God who is sufficient for the needs of his people. He is still Jehovah Elohim, which means the eternal creator. He is still Jehovah Jireh, the Lord, our provider. He's still Jehovah Nisi, the Lord, our banner. He's still Jehovah Rofika, the Lord, our healer. He's still Jehovah Shalom, the Lord, our peace, and all the other names that we learn about in scripture. If you are looking for peace, my friend, the only place you'll find it is in the loving arms of God. He created you, He loves you with an intensity and a depth that is impossible to express in words. He wants you to know him and to have an ongoing intimate relationship with him, and that is only possible through knowing jesus christ listen to some of, listen to some of the things that Jesus said he said. I and the Father are one. No one comes to the Father but by me. If you love me, you'll keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will make our home with you. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Eternal life. You know, eternity is an awful long time. It's forever. The changes I've seen in my own life over the past five years show me that this world is far from forever. There are constant variations and movements in my own circumstances. And when you multiply that times the billions of people on the planet, things are always changing for all of us. But my rock does not move, doesn't change. My present is uncertain. But my future is absolutely secure. How about yours? If you're not sure, if you have questions, if you have doubts or fears, I would love to hear from you. Now, I'm not a preacher. I'm just a guy who's found peace. And I would love to provide whatever answers I can if you have questions please send me an email at steve at lifespringmedia.com or phone me at 951-732-8511. I will get back to you. Now, I mentioned to you that I would play a spot that I put together for my friend Brian Duncan for his Christmas CD, so here it is.
2: Hey, just because Christmas comes every year doesn't mean you have to hear the songs the same way. This year, make it a Neo Soul Christmas with Brian Duncan and the Neo Soul Band. There's almost enough songs here to play one for each day of the 12 days of Christmas. Or sit back, enjoy a glass of eggnog while taking in the whole record. It's just that good. It's
3: time, come once a year.
2: That's right, it's Brian Duncan and the Neo Soul Band playing a Neo Soul Christmas. Yes, you won't recognize some of your favorite Christmas tunes until Brian Duncan comes in singing. Put the record on while you decorate your tree this year, and you'll be finished in half the time.
3: Christmas come but once a year.
2: Bells ring.
3: Are you listening in the lane? Snow is glistening, a beautiful sight. We're happy tonight. Walking in a winter
2: wonderland. It's a Neo Soul Christmas with Brian Duncan and the Neo Soul Band. Play it for your friends over a loudspeaker on your front yard, or just long enough to re-gift all those things you got last year that you didn't want.
3: Walking in a winter wonderland.
2: Yeah. That's right, avoid the exhaustion that comes with the Christmas season this year with a Neo Soul Christmas on your turntable. You can staple those lights to your eaves while snapping your fingers to a catchy little version of Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas.
3: Have yourself a merry little Christmas, let your heart be light, and from now on our troubles will be out of sight. Have yourself a merry little Christmas, make the Yuletide gay.
2: You'll hear songs like Christmas Time is Here, the way Charlie Brown wished it had been sung.
3: Christmas Time is Here, happiness and cheer, fun for all that children call their favorite
2: time. Oh, Holy Night, what a great time you'll have waiting for Santa while listening to a Neo-Soul Christmas.
3: Oh, Holy Night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior.
2: too can help the Neo Soul Band celebrate their own Christmas. Buy now, buy early, and buy often. Buy now.
3: <laughs> and it's what I want for you sorry, so. This Christmas And it's what I
2: want this Buy now, buy early, and buy often. Buy-bye now. <laughs> Buy-bye now. Buy-bye now. <laughs> Yes, folks, it's true. Supplies are limited, so if you want to copy of this great
1: Christmas CD, you've got to order today at brianduncan.com.
0: <laughs> uh, that was fun. Brian and I just sat there cracking up as he was making that up. And it just rolled right off the top of his head. He's a funny guy. So anyway, if you do want to pick it up, and I really think you'll love the CD if you do, go over to uh, brianduncan.com and do that before he runs out, because really, they honestly are limited in supply. And speaking of Brian, here's the interview I did with him here in my studio just yesterday about his new book. Well, today I've got Brian Duncan with me, good friend, that uh, we've been working on this project together. And it's called Hogwash. Uh, uh, Keep smiling, it makes people nervous.
2: Ride smiling is actually what it's uh, called. But, you know, it's just called Hogwash. I think we just put that little summation in there for the fun of it. Just for the fun of it, yeah.
0: But, uh, so, Brian, I mean, we all know that you're a songwriter and a singer. What's up with writing a book?
2: Uh, maybe I just had too much time on my hands between uh, rock star invitations. Uh, that's what I think. <laughs> okay. I, I have a daily rider. Um, I, I ride uh, my motorcycle everywhere. Uh, that started uh, with my divorce, and I realized that I needed uh, a gas saving device because uh, I was driving a behemoth of a of a uh, monster truck.
0: Great big old and, suburban. Uh,
2: yeah, and that was, you know, getting about three miles to the gallon, uh, I think. So I I really needed a different form of transportation. And, of course, it turned out to be one of the best uh, uh, therapy sessions that I've had in the last 15 years. Yeah. Just get on the bike and roll down the road. And, Absolutely. And from there, I just found myself thinking about stupid things on the motorcycle. <laughs> okay, how to recognize an outlaw club. Thing, thoughts you have had about idiot cagers, you know, because... If you ride a bike in Southern California, you have been cut off. Yes. You've had some near misses that you, you know, you had some really uh, anger management problems to deal with, you know. (laughs) Almost daily. Yeah, I'm thinking, I'd like to throw a live skunk through his open window.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And so that made it into the book. Absolutely. And that was one of the most fun things that that I've done as an audio person, as a producer, as anything else, is finding the right sounds for the book. And I had a lot of fun doing that live skunk sound effect.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I laughed out loud at some... Just, you know, some of the things were actually seriously enhanced uh, just to hear the, you know, the little crackpot things. I can't... I remember the the one, my favorite one was, uh, you know, how you you know, why bikers have shaved heads. And it says, <laughs> it's easier to get your head out of your tight places. and I mean, you got this, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going, oh, there's a visual I don't want to see.
0: <laughs> so hogwash is uh, the funny stuff for bikers. And uh, would you say that uh, you have to be a biker to enjoy the book?
2: Well, I've certainly got emails and, uh, you know, comments on my Facebook sites and Twitter sites about the book uh, from people who don't ride. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I've I've met several people who I would have thought didn't ride. I met a couple of 80-year-old ladies two yeah. different on two different occasions who came up just raving about the motorcycles, uh, you know, when I'd pull up, you know, find out that they used to race motorcycles back in the day. Uh-huh. 80-year-old women going, yeah, I used to have my own bike. It was a Harley. It was a 19... 19- 32, you know, panhead, knucklehead, you know, that I used to race, dirt track. You know, I'm going, no kidding, because you look like my grandmother now.
0: Exactly. Well, you know, it's funny. Leanne's grandmother rode bikes, rode a bike with her husband, and they each had their own Harleys. Yeah. And, and, and they're both gone now, but she was just a crazy woman.
2: Them or their Harleys? Probably both. Yes, exactly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, um I know yeah, it's, my it's kids
2: a- are, you know... They've already got bids in for when I'm when I die. Uh-huh. They're going. I want the bike, which <laughs> <laughs> is really a disconcerting thing to realize that you know they're mostly you know counting the days till they have their own bike.
0: <laughs> Actually, you know what's really bad is when you see them looking at their wrist when they're saying that. So like. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so you're gonna use that after you're dead? <laughs> ah, gee, thanks for the concern.
0: Well, you're going to ride your Harley to heaven, according to the song.
2: Well, I do. I had a song that was, I was going to sing, but in my old age, you know, the notes, that song is in such a high key that I, I almost killed myself, you know, uh, just trying to sing it in the studio.
0: Well, just transpose it. You can do that.
2: Yeah, somehow, you know, the power chords in a rock and roll tune, uh, you know, guitar is better played in the key of E. I, the problem is I sing in the key of C, which is about three steps down. Oh. And uh, so... Uh, you know, I'm I'm pushing an aneurysm <laughs> to to hit you know guitar note things. So uh, you know, I don't I don't think I'll be singing that song Harley to Heaven. Well,
0: that's you know. too bad because I heard you do it, and you know you played it for me one time. And
2: it is, it's really cool, and, and you know it makes for nice background music for this particular book.
0: Yep, we got it in there. We got it in there. So you've got the book out, and how, what's the time frame, do you think, before um, Ignition Garage gets this audiobook going?
2: I have no idea, uh, you know, because they've talked about uh, the book going to Amazon.com at some point. Yeah. But I think they have a set number of books that they want to sell before they give it to Amazon, uh, just because, you know, the initial sales and stuff are going to sure. sell to an audience we already have. And so, I mean... Hogwash is already on its third printing, uh, and it's only, it was released in October. What's yep. this? Uh, late? M- it's mid-November. Well, it's, it's still
0: so, early November, yeah.
2: Yeah, it's a month and a half in, and uh, we're still getting spectacular uh, response.
0: Right. So right now, if they want to buy the book, they've got to go to?
2: They go online to com, and you get your free copy. Uh, well, it's not a free copy. You can get a download copy, I think if you know the secret code. Um, But otherwise, if you'd like an actual copy of the book, they're getting them out to you almost within three to five days. Awesome, awesome. Although I think it says four to six weeks.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, they can also go to brianduncan.com, and there's a link there to it.
2: I'm imagining that there's a link to everything. I'm not a real tech head. Um, I'm mostly just a biker idiot, and and I like it that way.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I've noticed that. But you are learning. I mean, uh, we got the website up there for you, and you're doing your own entries on your blog and uh,
2: you know we're, we're yeah we're... but i got guys like steve webb who uh you know t- shows me what stuff to click on that's <laughs> that's about half the problem is you know um there's a there's a trail of uh you know hunt and peck on a computer that just drives me nuts and if you miss one click you know, you might as well be on the road to hell somewhere, <laughs> you know.
0: Well, yeah, I did notice it's kind of your ADD thing. I mean, if it doesn't happen, like, within a hundredth of a second after you click on it, you'd click something else.
2: Yeah, I noticed that on my cell phone, I've got one of those new touch screens. It drives me absolutely... I'm just surprised that I haven't thrown my my phone across the room because <laughs> even when I'm trying to scroll up with my thumb, you know, if I leave my thumb on the screen too long, it sends me to someplace else and... <laughs> You know, I'll find myself just wanting to post one little, you know, snippet on on Twitter, and the next thing you know, I'm off in spam world, you know, because the computer's just, you know, <laughs> launching onto a half a dozen other sites <laughs> just because I left my thumb on there too long.
0: You know, it's all about timing.
2: Yeah. Uh, apparently, I have a microphone on my on my. Uh, Phone, yeah, so I can speak to it, right? But I turned that thing off because we were having too many arguments.
0: (laughs) Speaking of Twitter, you're uh, Brian underscore Duncan on Twitter.
2: That's what they tell me. I, you know, I've got it designed now so I can just go online and I don't have to type in my name because I've got way too many passwords. I can't remember who I am or what my (laughs) passwords are. I have a website too for Snoutly Rude Scooter. Snoutly Hog Chop Rude Scooter. If you go to that, you can uh, you can talk to me as and I, I answer you as a pig. It's just for my biker friends. And, uh, you know, it's mostly we're just talking about uh, humor and motorcycles.
0: Awesome. So, Snoutly. That's
2: on Facebook.
0: Oh, oh, okay.
2: Go to Facebook.com and you type in Snoutly Hog Chop Rude Scooter and you can be a biker friend.
0: Oh, there you go. There you go. I mean, what more could you want?
2: Oh, I've got a whole list, but I, we won't get into it. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> so uh, well thanks for spending some time and uh, talking about hogwash. It is a fun book guys. I mean, you really biker or not, you are going to enjoy this book and what do you know Just in time for holiday giving?
2: Yeah, I, I think most of you know most of my friends have some kind of spiritual religious background and they'll get a kick out of uh, how you know you're at a biker church. A gun rack on the church bus, and the ushers are packing. Uh, you know, bring your own snake. Uh, chains required. Uh, little stuff like that. I mean, that you would understand. And how a biker relates to the Bible. Uh, you don't have to be a biker to kind of get that stuff.
0: Yep. Yeah. A lot of lot of funny stuff. I mean, I sat there and I was laughing out loud as I was producing the book.
2: Well, you know what? I laugh out loud for absolutely no reason. But it's it's mostly a stress uh, management thing yeah. at this point.
0: <laughs> That's the voices. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, Brian, thanks a lot, man. God oh, bless it's a
2: great you. privilege, and thanks for doing all this work and all of that, uh, you know, all those little, uh, you know, clips of smart aleck things just to add a visual to, you know, like suction video. I really like the uh, the extra clip of the suction. <laughs>
0: Well, you know what? I'll send it to you so you can just have it on your phone. That can be your, yeah. your ringtone.
2: I would like to have that. You know, it's like, you know, I used to have one of those little computer things, you know, at the golf course. So, you know, you putt, and then you can push this button, and you get this round of applause. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, you know That's what we need. I need to just have some theme music when I walk into a room, <laughs> and then maybe a round of applause for every time I feel like I need a
0: good stroke. There you go. All right. We'll see you later. God bless. Bye. <laughs> so there you go. Brian, I tell you what, he is such a funny guy to hang around with. Uh, he is uh, His brain works in a way that <laughs> most people do not. So anyway, that's coming out. Uh, the book is out, uh, and I hope they, they get the audiobook out in time for holiday giving. But uh, anyway, lots and lots of fun. And when the audio book does come out, it'll be a great way that you can help to support the show. Uh, so anyway, there you go. Uh, And now I think I'm going to close the show. It's uh, getting late here. It's, uh, as I look at the clock, about 1120. And uh, I want to get this thing pushed out to you before the date rolls over to the 14th. I really want to get it out on the fifth anniversary. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being a part of the Lifespring family. Uh, Please drop me an email. I really honestly do love to hear from you. Let me know what you would like to hear me talk about. uh, Ask me a question. Uh, You can comment on something that I've said. My email is is, uh, steve at lifespringmedia.com and the phone is 951-732-8511. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Until next time, I'm Steve Webb. LifeSpring and LifeSpring Media is brought to you by listeners like you, InTouch Productions, and Steve Webb voiceovers. If you'd like to know how you can support the show as an individual or a family, you can find details at support.lifespringmedia.com. If you have a business or a church, InTouch Productions is the company that I created to produce media of all kinds. At InTouch, we've created WordPress websites for our clients, we've produced corporate videos, audiobooks, and we've consulted on the creation of lots of different podcasts. At Steve Webb Voiceovers, I've been the voice for companies and for churches around the world, on the radio, on the Internet, and in the boardroom. If your company or your church is looking for one of the services we provide, drop me a line at steve at stevewebb.net. Thanks a lot.